Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Customer service and the airline industry. Yeah, I know. They really don't go hand in hand. But here's a happy story. A passenger got a fl- get on a flight out of Long Beach, California. And then once on board the plane, he realized, oh my gosh, I left my phone at the gate. But the flight was all ready to go. All the passengers were on board. The jetway was taken away. But a ticket agent at the gate spotted the phone sitting right there at the gate, alerted the pilots of the plane what happened. Get this. The agent ran out on the tarmac. The captain of the plane went out the window and leaned down. So you only see like his legs hanging in the airplane so that this way the ticket agent could hand the phone over to the captain who handed to the first flight attendant and found out who the passenger was and they gave him the phone. Okay. Can you guess what airline that was? Anyone? Anyone? It was actually Southwest Airlines. Of course it was. Now, I'd say I was on a flight from Oahu about, I don't know, a month or so ago, and the descent was pretty turbulent coming back into Phoenix. It was followed by this hard landing. It just seemed like we bounced right down the runway. And then once on the ground, the flight attendant announced, well, folks, that wasn't my fault. That wasn't the captain's fault. It was definitely the asphalt. Yes. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's America's largest show about all things digital, your most trusted source. I'm America's Digital Pro, Kim Commando, here with you. You can find us on over 425 top stations throughout the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for Commando with a K, of course. And then we have our own podcast and webcast site over at getkim.com, where you can get 30 days free. And of course, we always have discounts for seniors, service personnel, And pretty much anybody under the sun, if you want a discount, over at getkim.com. And we're also heard on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. All right, every single day I scour all the news sites, about 30 to 40 different sites, and I talk to industry insiders to make sure that you are all totally up to date on all things tech. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about tech news. And we're going to start with your internet service bill. You're not alone. They're really hard to understand. Now, Consumer Reports, just about the only org that I would trust for this, they collected and analyzed over 22,000 internet bills covering 500 internet service providers from all 50 states, the District Columbia, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Now, in a shock to no one, Download speeds never really match the speeds that the ISPs promised. Yes, but get this. It was worst for the premium plans that advertised the higher speeds up to 1,200 megabits per second. Those speeds were as low as 360 megabits per second. Now, naturally, prices ranged anywhere from 40 bucks a month to over 100 The average is about $75. So here's your homework. Check your bills for so-called junk fees. They have names like Network enhancement fee, internet infrastructure fee, deregulated administration fee, uh, technology service fees. These are bogus charges that you don't need to pay for. And if you're wondering how to do the right speed check and to make sure that you're getting what they advertised and what you're paying for, just hit commando.com and search for internet speed test. All right, number two on our list of five things. Come on, you have to do better than this. The list of simple passwords is out once again, but apparently the number one is still 123456. That's right. 
Now, there's also guest and root. So says new research. Now, a refresher for all of our new listeners. You want a password at least 12 characters? Use upper and lowercase letters, numbers, symbols. Avoid any common words, simple phrases. Now, keep in mind, we are coming to the end of the password. Yes. Uh, Windows and Edge, Android and Chrome, Mac OS, Safari. They're going to be using it soon. We're going to talk about biometrics. That's right. Biometrics are going to be our passwords and our smartphone. And thank goodness for that. Uh, Number three on our list, let's hope you never need it, but know that it's always there. I'm talking about the ability to send a text message if you're off the grid, out in the middle of nowhere, and you have no cell connection, but you're in the middle of an emergency. Apple turned it on for all iPhone 14s this past week, and the message sent to emergency services includes your location, your altitude, your iPhone battery level, your medical ID, and make sure that you have that medical ID set up right now, and make sure that you do that this weekend. Now, if you have an iPhone 14, you can try it. They have a demo. Just make sure that you have the latest iOS 16 for your phone. And then what you're going to do is launch the settings app. And then there's actually a button that says Emergency SOS. And under Emergency SOS via satellite, there's a button that says Try Demo. You really ought to check it out. Uh, The SOS feature via satellite from Apple, they say it's going to be free for two years. No pricing after that, which means to all of us, it's going to be free for two years. And then after that, guess what? you're going to be paying. Uh, Number four, get ready for a flood of Uber ads. I'm talking about tons of ads when you take your next Uber or order Uber Eats. Uber's calling them journey ads. Mm, That sounds so nice. I'm getting a journey ad. Well, this means you're going to see ads when you're requesting the ride, waiting for the ride, sitting in the car. And then there are sponsored listings on Uber Eats, post-checkout ads, in-menu ads, Billboard ads on the Uber Eats homepage, sponsored emails, storefront ads, targeted ads, ads everywhere from Uber. So if you're going to a bar, you might see beer ads. Going to the airport, maybe a security system. Going to a strip club, wait a minute. They say the ads won't be based on visits to medical centers, schools, government buildings, or adult entertainment. Thank you, I guess. So having ads will make the car rides any cheaper. Come on, we are talking about Uber here. They are expecting to be making off of this advertising $1 billion by 2024. You can opt out of the targeted ads inside the Uber app, by the way. And finally, number five, there's this. How would you like some make some money in your bedroom? Hmm, making money in the bedroom. Not that. You're getting sleepy, very sleepy. I saw a story in the Wall Street Journal this past week got my attention. Uh, Jakey Bum's 28 years old. He has more than a million online followers. Every night at 10 p.m., he puts on his PJs, he climbs into bed, he tosses and turns on TikTok Live, and he makes $35,000 a month. A month sleeping. That's right. A woman from Houston says, I find it super soothing, like almost companionship in an odd way. And then people can also buy him virtual gifts, like uh, in October, a dollar bought a cricket bat, triggering recording of the Jack Nicholas film character in The Shining yelling, here's Johnny. And then for about $400, you can activate everything in his bedroom for five minutes so that this way you might wake him up. That's right. So there's a money-making idea for all of you. Now, the CIA tried this tactic, but it didn't work for them because they go, ready for it, undercover. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we've got news about Apple and their brand new iCloud service. And, oh, laptops. You may not know this, but some of them have an expiration date. 
And in our DIY security, it's all about apps and how much your access you're giving them on your computer. And of course, you have more of me, and we have all of your fantastic phone calls you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. Love to hear from you. If you're too shy to actually call a big-time national radio show and podcast, I get that. You can drop me an email. Head over to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right, how about we start all of our phone calls with Sarah in New York, New York. Hello there, Sarah. Hi there. Thank you so much for taking my call. I wanted to tell you that um, I'm a first-time caller, first-time listener. I heard about you from Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Oh, you did? Um, Yeah, she was talking to a parent about social media for their teen, and I thought, oh, that's stupid. What what parent would have that problem? Well, here I am calling you (laughs) with with a problem with my 16 year old son uh it got a call from um his friend's dad that said well what do you know my son has a second phone and there's stuff on his phone that pertains to your kid and i was horrified and i said to my husband see i told you first of all he shouldn't have a phone at 16 a smartphone second of all you should be checking his phone so we we got him home from school and we talked to him about what was going on and um I said, okay, hand over your phone. We need the password, and we're going to look at it. And he refused. So he gave us the phone, but he won't give us the password. So now I'm kind of like up a creek without a paddle because I don't know what else is on his phone. Is there any way that I can get into his phone without him, you know, without I don't know, trying to, like, get his face ID while he's sleeping. <laughs> but why, why why, can't you force him to give you that password? We have taken everything away. We have taken, he's grounded, he has no devices, um, he has, the, the, only, the only thing that I can possibly think of is that he would, uh, I don't know, I be grounded from school. I mean, it's it, it's it, the only thing I could do is pull him out of school, and it was really hard during COVID. You know, kids were so sure. lonely, and they were. They was, to go back to school. It was horrible. It was horrible. My son, I mean, spent his first year at USC in his bedroom. I thought that was horrible. For, oh. You know, after going after busting his butt all those years, right, to get into USC, yeah. and then he's looking at the car posters in his bedroom. I'm like, it's so depressing. Um, yeah, we we he he has sat sat down with my husband and he's gone through the phone. The one thing he didn't want my husband to see was the conversations that he had with his with his girlfriend. And I said, well, I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. If it's a conversation, fine. If it's pictures, it's probably or... you know what it's you know what it's pictures. It's sexting. That's what it is. Oh. Okay, okay. Because and he's horrified. I'm telling you, he's horrified <laughs> that you're going to see those pictures. You're his mother. You're his father. He's horrified. Okay, because if it was just a com- if it was just a conversation, hey, you know what? I can't wait to see you. Uh, let's go out. Let's sneak out of our parents' house. Let's see that what could be the worst thing, right? Okay, right. Okay, but this is what the kids do. Now I'm talking about all kids, but part of this, and you said a few things. Number one, sixteen is actually pretty old for not having a phone just to let you know. Okay. Right. Uh, so, you know, he probably got it. He went crazy because he didn't have it. 
It's kind of like well, the- he had it. He, he's he's had it for a couple of years, and I kept telling my husband, "You you have to check it. Do like a spot check." We did it with our other kids. I did it, but see, my son is so good with computers. My my husband's like anything that we do. Any any. I mean, he built his own, own computer at like twelve. So anything that we do to this phone, he's automatically going to be able to go around it. And I said, "Well, that doesn't mean we don't try." I mean, this is crazy. Well, I'll tell you what I would do. I'll tell you what, I, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a few things. This was my kid, okay? First of all, you know, we had the rules set up that I, I picked up that phone every single day. And, right. I, and I looked at it every single day. There, and I, I knew every password. I knew he had fake Instagram accounts. I knew he had real Instagram accounts. I knew all that. Okay. So that was our rule, okay? But if this was my kid and he was, and I knew that he was just so embarrassed of whatever is on that phone, that he does not want his parents to see that, I would tell him, you know what? We're going to go to a third party. And you're going to open that phone for that third party. Maybe it's, and it's a neutral, it's a third party. Maybe it's a a psychologist. You're going to open that phone for that third party and you're going to show this person every single thing that's on that phone. Because I want to make sure that if you're not going to show it to me, that some adult is showing it. Because I want to make sure that you're not hurting somebody or you're not getting hurt yourself. But I would, I would, if this, but that would be the last resort. Because I'll tell you, if this was my kid, I'd sit him down there and I'd say, you are not getting off. That, your butt is not getting off that chair till you open that phone. I don't care if you sit there for the next seven days and don't move. You're not okay. That's but that's me. That's what I would do. And I, and he would and you know my my mother had a phrase that she always put in my head, and she said it's better that he cries now than you cry later. Mm. Okay, think, I like that. Think about that. It's better that he cries now than you cry later, because you don't want anything happening to this kid. And okay, maybe they were exchanging naughty pictures. Okay, that's one thing where we're going to talk to him about anything that takes a picture. It's on online. It's, it exists forever. It never goes away. But we want to make sure there was nothing else on okay. that phone. And and if he's deleted it or, I mean, he, he hasn't had access to it. So I, I can't imagine why he would have said, no, I'm not going to give you the password if he had already deleted everything. So clearly something is still there. Of course something's um, there. See, he can't, for some reason, he can't get rid of it. What you can do, here's, you, since you said your husband's fairly technical or, you know, or he, more than you, yeah. is see if you can get into his iCloud account. And may he may have things backed up to his iCloud account. So it's iCloud.com. Apple. It's, mm-hmm. it's his Apple ID. You may be able to sign on to his Apple ID and to see uh, what's there. You could also uh, configure it as you would for a child. So you would have control over this phone okay. and the PIN number. And we're going to give you, just hang on the line, Sarah, we're going to give you a PIN number, or pardon me, uh, a support link over at apple.com so that you can actually read how this works. But it's a, it's a, it's a you're in a precarious position, but you want to raise a digitally smart, aware, self-sustaining adult. And he is preventing you from doing that. 
But always remember, you are the parent. He is the child. It's tough, but you're going to have to be the parent. And Sarah, if you need any other help, call me back. Okay, this is a case of tough love. These parents just need to make this kid open up their phone, open up his phone, and then see exactly what's going on and then talk to him about it. All right, if you haven't gone over to iCloud.com, it's got a brand new look from Apple. It's definitely worth checking out. they got a lot of new features, up to including restoring some files that you may have accidentally deleted. And coming up, we have our DIY security tip about computer apps and permissions. And, of course, we have more of your phone calls. And, heck, you have more of me, Kim Commando, that you definitely never, ever want to miss. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls, some interesting things you might find about laptops that have expiration dates. Now, when you think of expiration dates, what comes to mind? Milk, of course, and maybe eggs or cheese or yogurt. And how about those cheap laptops that are called Chromebooks? They have expiration dates, too. It's a huge Chromebook gotcha. Now, Chromebook is a catch-all phrase for any laptop, tablet, or device that runs on Google's Chrome operating system. And it's not a run-of-the-mill laptop. They have to be connected to the Internet to get most things done. But what a lot of people don't know is that Chromebooks have a death date. And if you unknowingly purchase an older Chromebook, support could be ending in a few months or maybe in a year. And at that point, the Chromebook will stop automatically updating, putting your data and your information at risk. So before buying a Chromebook, always ask for the Chromebook's AUE. Anybody know what that stands for? AUE. Auto update expiration date. You want to know the auto UE. All right, coming up in just a few moments, I want you to see how much access your programs and apps have on your personal data on your computer. And then later on, the very best ways to to track down your monthly subscriptions as you start looking at all these different streaming services and apps. I mean, it can get you know, a little lot, I can get a lot of money after a while because, you know, you start thinking like $2 here, $4 here, $5 here. What's the big deal? Well, it is a big deal when you start adding it all up. All right. And back to the phones we go with Donna in North Augusta, South Carolina. Hi, Donna. Well, um, we're having a little bit of an issue with um, our cable service phone internet. Um, It's all bundled. We're paying about $280 a month for that. And we'd really like to back off that. My husband and I are both now retired, and we do some traveling. We have an RV, and what we'd like to be able to do is have internet and, excuse me, the ability to have internet and streaming when we park our RV in Auburn, Alabama, War Eagle, (laughs) during football season. And then when we're on the road, have the capability of also having our internet, being able to check our email. And we also need that at home, I'm sorry, because we have um, internet, our uh, cameras, uh, security cameras are connected through the internet. And so when we're away, we need the ability to, you know, log in and check those. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So you, so you're looking for a couple of things, right? You're looking for a lot of things. Um, Who's your cell phone provider? Um, T-Mobile. Okay, great. Okay, that's awesome. All right, so a couple of things you can do is, first of all, with this Comcast, I'm going to give you, we're just going to blow through a few options, okay? Sure. Uh, With the Comcast, what a lot of people don't know is that they have what's called vacation mode. All the cable companies do. Mm -hmm. And so if you say, listen, we're going to be out for the next 30 days, 45 days, three months, whatever it is, is that you can put your cable on vacation mode. 
and you don't have to take mm-hmm. any of the receivers back. You don't have to do anything, but you still get your email and all that other stuff, your, your address and things like that. Uh, and it costs like $10 a month. So, okay. so, the, so that way it would be on vacation mode. You'd still be able to have your security cameras going, but you're not going to have all the TV channels. You're not going to have right. uh, the, uh, you know, everything under the sun that comes with it because you're just going to go on vacation mode. But the, the cameras really, the cameras will still work because I know this firsthand because I do this when I bop from vacation home or whatever, bop around, is that I always mm-hmm. put it on vacation mode. It drives my husband crazy because sometimes like we'll, <laughs> we'll land back in Phoenix and he's like, Kim, the TV doesn't work. Put it, you know, I'm like, I know. And he's like. You know, you're saving us ten dollars. I'm like, I am saving more than ten dollars. Okay, this is just the way it is. So that's that. Yeah. Um, now, when you're traveling around, uh, there you can use T-Mobile has a hotspot. Okay. Uh, right. And if it's not good enough, there always is an external antenna. The T-Mobile hotspot is actually really good. Mm-hmm. And so that would be, you know pretty sweet that could that could take you wherever the road leads and then it could actually you could use it on the road wherever you're going okay as as far as it being able to stream uh you know the latest football show on on a big screen tv that may be a little asking for much but Mm -hmm. but you'll be able to get your football and you'll be able to watch your shows and you'll be able to do things on the road now there is a there is a completely other option Okay, so which, by the way, that two eighty a month, you should be able to you should be able to get that down at least. I bet you, you could get that down to under two hundred dollars if you called them. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 we have done that. Um, they just don't seem to be able to <laughs> negotiate as well as I would like. Okay, what you do is you call and you ask to speak to the retention department. Mm-hmm. And then once you get into the retention department, you say, "Listen, we're retired." We're older. We can't afford this anymore. And so right. either you cut this down or we're going to go get Starlink. Ah. Okay. And okay. S- Starlink is your internet, is the internet service that's coming from Elon Musk, the satellites above the sky. Oh, yes. Okay. And the gear for that, the gear for that is $600, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's $110 a month. And okay. for an extra $25 a month, you get to take the internet with you. Ah. And so you get a little, you get a little antenna. You just take, you just take that antenna, you take it with you and with a router and you're like good to go. It's amazing. Okay. Now, now I will tell you that Starlink has an, has Starlink for RVs, but don't do that unless you're really in the RV 24 seven, because that is like, I don't know, it's over a thousand dollars a month. So versus, versus $25 a month. So, mm-hmm. so absorb everything that I just said, okay, okay. And, and think about what would make the most sense for your situation, uh, and maybe you just try, maybe you put the cable on hold for $10, you try the T-Mobile hotspot, see how that works for the first trip, and if that doesn't work, then we start looking at Starlink carrying an antenna with us, but I think... You might find that the T-Mobile hotspot is just the ticket, no pun intended, for all those football games. Uh, Donna, thank you so much for your call today. Okay, the first step in figuring out which streaming service for you, because that's always the big question because there are so many. 
is that what I want you to do is actually go old school. Sit around the kitchen table with your family and say, what TV channels do you really want to watch? Are there any shows that you'd be like, oh, my life would not be complete without them? What about sports? What about cartoons? And then you make sure that whatever service that you sign up with has all those channels, has all those shows, sports, and even those cartoons. Because, you know, one show may only be available on one service, and maybe you can only get football on Amazon, and then you got Amazon Prime, and you got Prime Video. It does get a lot of, it does get rather confusing. So just make sure that you have that list first. All right, you've seen the pop-ups when installing apps asking for permission to access your phone's camera, mic, and location. And then you can, of course, go into your phone's settings to grant or restrict these permissions. Now, did you know that you can do the same thing for your PC or Mac? That's right. Apps on your computer don't differ very much from the ones that you put on your phone. But a lot of times, we don't consider the apps that we put on our Windows PC or on our Mac. It's just like, oh, well, isn't that like a software program? I mean, what kind of access would it really have? Well, it might have access to everything. So in this DIY security tip, we're going to first look at the Windows privacy page where you can fiddle with your app, per app permissions. And then we're going to take a look at app permissions on Mac iOS. And in order to do this, these are a lot of step-by-steps that we just can't give out on the show or podcast. So what I want you to do is head over to commando.com. And there at the top of the page, there's a link that says uh, Kim Show. And once you hit under Kim Show, that's where the link for our DIY security tip. And now this is really important stuff. So make sure that you share it out with your family members and friends too on social. All right, still to come, the best ways to track down those monthly subscriptions. And then we have more of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, we have a contest going on over at commando.com, at commando.com slash win. That's right. That's where you can enter to win a $100 Amazon.com gift card. And you have to know the secret phrase on the radio show in order to enter to win. And then there are other ways for you to get more entries. So the secret phrase to win the Amazon $100 gift card, are you ready for it? Is robotics. That's right, robotics. And so head over to commando.com slash win, enter that secret phrase, robotics, and you are eligible to win a $100 Amazon.com gift card. And you can get more entries by subscribing to our podcast or signing up for a newsletter. And again, that address is commando.com slash win, and good luck. All right, Eric in Prescott, Arizona. Hi there, Eric. Well, I have um, an issue <laughs> with memory storage. I have a PC computer that my son and I built built about 10 years ago. And I've got three drives on there with, uh, I probably have four, about 13, 15 terabyte of memory collectively on my, on wow, my hard drives. Wow, that's a lot. And it's a lot, and but I need to do some cleanup <laughs> because I, I'm per, I, a lot of it's eaten up with um, my uh, photo projects, my videography, and music. Okay. And so I'm thinking maybe it's t time to... Uh, my computer actually was about 10 years old, and uh, and I'm thinking maybe I just need to rebuild the computer and then configure it differently with these hard drives. Yeah, that's a lot of data. I mean, it truly is. Uh, and you may find that, you know, we all do. We got copies and copies of stuff, right? And, yes, correct. And the copies and copies of stuff, it's not a big deal. And so we start looking at video files and raw files, raw images, and then it's like... Mm -hmm whoa, dog, where'd all the space go? You know, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, true. Um, and a 10-year-old computer, it is time. 
especially, you know, we've had such major improvements in hard drives and storage and speeds and SSD drives that mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a quantum leap for you. And the cost, uh, I'm still astounded. I was at Costco not too long ago. And oh, yes. I, I'm a I, fan of Costco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I call, yeah. I call it the $500 club. I mean, you can't get in and out of there without spending 500 bucks. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, I bought a, uh, a one terabyte drive, a SanDisk one terabyte drive for like 80 bucks. It's like, mm. oh, my gosh. You know, it's it's storage is so cheap. But when you yes. start, you know, when you start talking about backups, you know, there's the, yes. there's the old adage. And I'm, you know, it's been around for many, many years. It's called three, two, one. So you have three, okay. three copies of your data. Okay. You always yes. have three copies. You have yeah. it on two types of media. Mm-hmm. And you have one offsite. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I have heard that. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So in case the hard drive dies, we always have access to that data. And, you know, and what used to be outlandish years ago to say, oh, my gosh, you're never going to need one terabyte is that now some of these storage plans, include, they start at one terabyte and they work up yes. from there. So, mm-hmm. so I would say, you know, look at the data, see how you can consolidate it. Um, there's a, you can always do a, a network array storage. It's called a NAS. And I'm going to give you some links for that. Uh, Excellent. In array to array. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can also keep a copy of the NAS. And then, then the last one is is that you have um, the backup in the cloud because that's just oh yes that's just, yeah I don't think I'm using that right now yeah I, other than my iPhone I, the backups of my iPhone I don't do it with my computer so no and that's so what so why don't you hang on we'll send you some links yeah. about setting okay. up RAID arrays and the network attached storage and all that good stuff and if anybody's listening right now they're like what was that that Kim Command was talking about? Um, and you want to know more is I'll go ahead and put those links inside the Q&A forum inside the Commando community. That's commando.com slash community. And then on the left-hand side, there's a link that says Q&A forum. And that's where I post links that I talk about here on the show for you guys and gals to check out. And Eric, thank you so much for your call. You know, anytime we talk about backups, people always ask like, what is the best backup schedule? We already talked about the three, two, one rule. Well, you have incremental backups. These are files that have changed, and you can have that perform during the daytime. But what you want to do is run full backups every single day. If you can do that, run a full backup every single day, especially during the weekdays. And if at all possible, you want to schedule those full backups when you're not using your computer, right? And that would be at night, of course. And also check with your internet service provider because sometimes, especially with Starlink, is that they may put some data caps on you during the day. But there may not be data caps between, say, 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or whatever the case may be with your ISP. So if you are using satellite internet service, especially Starlink, make sure that you schedule those data backups when you're not going to be hitting prime time and you're not going to be getting surcharges because of all the data that's going into the cloud. Which, by the way, remember, number one is always having a backup in the cloud away from anything that could be susceptible for your fire or theft or flood. And, of course, iDrive.com is the preferred backup vendor here on the Kim Commando Show. Now, they've been a longtime sponsor, and you can get 90% off by using promo code Kim over at iDrive.com. It seems like everywhere you look, there's some site or some app that's selling you a monthly or an annual subscription. And when you look at the amount, it doesn't seem like very much. 
just a few dollars here and there. But let me tell you, it adds up very quickly. So here are the best ways to track down these recurring costs. Your first step is to sign into your credit card account online. Now, here you can sort your transactions by date, amount, and company. So scan the list and look for any subscriptions that you're no longer using, and then you can cancel them. And you have to cancel them over at the site or the app. We'll tell you about that in just a second. Next, I want you to look for any app subscriptions on your phone or your tablet. Because if you use an iPhone or an iPad, what you can do is just open settings, tap your name, and then subscriptions. Super handy. They all just appear. Now on Android, you're going to go into the Play Store, tap your profile, and then payment and subscriptions. But this is a big one. Don't forget about your Amazon account because you may have memberships and subscriptions under that. And finally, there's an app to help you track down and cancel subscriptions. It's called Rocket Money. It's free to use, but guess what? It has a $3 a month subscription plan that makes canceling subscriptions even easier. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening.